0: This is Friday, September 9th. Of course, we might ask the question, how does one generation empower another? How can we help those that come after us to carry the gospel forward? Pastor Ken and Deborah Lloyd established a ministry in the Pacific Northwest. They began to hunger for the future, for the kingdom of Jesus to grow into the future. They began to realize that their role was to encourage Support and assist young people as they pick up the baton and carry it for the sake of the gospel. Here's what they said What if we, older, more established church leaders who hold the authority, property, money, and other church resources, were to hunt down eclectic, somewhat ragtag young women and men and give our power and stuff to them with the instruction? We choose you precisely because you are not like us. Here is your charge. Go after those seeking God. Do not copy our ways. Do not do what we have done. Innovate. Try. Fail. Succeed. Forge a new path. Build new kinds of churches and communities. Don't you love this? We may wonder, well, how can they say this? They can say this because they trust the power of Jesus, the power of the gospel to change people and for God to create life. They can say this because they believe their way of doing things is not the only way. They can say this because they trust Jesus to work in the next generation. They can say this because they trust the next generation. This leads me to return to the words of Jesus, our scripture for today. Matthew 28, 16-20 Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. Now this scene strikes us because here is Jesus with his disciples after the resurrection. The text tells us that some of them are still doubting it all, doubting whether it's Jesus and whether he's been raised from the dead. Yet at this time, Jesus commissions them, that is, He leaves the mission he began in his ministry to bring the good news to the world for them to advance. They will write the next chapters of the story by what they do. This is how much he trusted them, and this is what he trusted them to do. As we think about the history of Granada, think of the successive generations. Granada's first pastor, his name was Bertram Larson, was born in 1898. <laughs> wow, that's a long time ago. He was born before the great generation that began in 1901. He saw both world wars and the invention of the automobile and the airplane in his lifetime. He didn't live to see computers, to see men walk on the moon, or to see the internet, or to use it. But he shared the same gospel. And pointed people to follow Jesus, just as we do today. Yet, because he knew the power of God and the work of God's Holy Spirit, that the kingdom of Jesus would endure and grow and thrive, he handed off the work of the gospel, trusting the generations that followed. He did this by faith. That's why I love the statement of Ken and Deborah Lloyd, because they knew while the message of the gospel would not change, Well, methods would need to change along the way. So they encourage the next generation by empowering them. We're going to look at this on Sunday, September 18th, and ask how we can do what they did and what Pastor Larson did here at Granada setting up the way for our generation. The question is, how can we do this? How can we set the next generation up for success? How can we encourage and support them? I believe it begins by us walking faithfully with Christ today. Let's pray. You are Lord of the generations, the one that is faithful through all the years. We rejoice in your goodness. Teach us, we pray, how to rest in your mighty power and provide us with wisdom to face the challenges that lie before us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.